Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Stardom. We are still on the road to Budokan. This is the Stardom New Year Stars Shin Kiba event from February 20th, 2021. Now, there was a, another event that happened the following day, which we will have that as soon as it gets loaded up to Stardom World. But first, we start off with Lady C. She says she adores Tam Nakano, but she's ready to beat her. Tam says Lady C will find out how delicious Tam is. Hot. Tam says, I'm ready. Take off. Me too, Tam. Me too. A gun cocks and a siren blares. And we have some rock music. This is apparently Lady C's new music. It is great. We contrast that with the ultra sparkly music, and that is the delicious Tam Nakano. The cameraman has an issue as we start the match. Uh, it is hand cam this week, uh, which is also what I am doing while watching this, uh, instead of the normal fixed cam that we get. So the women are shot from the ground up, which, I, like, look, I appreciate upskirts as much as the next person, but it's not always a, a conducive way to film wrestling. Like, you normally want the top-down look. Um, there is going to be times during this show... Um, I don't know how often I, I reference it in my, my notes here, but for sure there was a couple of times that uh, shots just didn't land like they should have. If it was from above, or even if they, they worked more towards this cam. I don't know if they were thinking there was going to be more cameras running at the, at the same time or not, but there's a lot of times that they do moves away from this one, and I guess considering that it's, it's not really a, a hard cam, it's a guy with a camera on his fucking back, I'm curious on, I guess, why. But, hey, you know, uh, it's still a wrestling show. still a lot of fun to watch. We are back at, at Shinkiba, so uh, that means that it is a, a smaller event. That doesn't mean that things don't occur here, though. And also doesn't mean that the women don't go all out for their matches. They always do. Tam gets Lady C down and applies a leg low hold. She transitions it into a leg butterfly and a dragger slip dragon sleeper combo before going into a figure eight type hold. Lady C is finally able to get to the ropes to break the hold. C fights back. It's just, it's so weird to, when they have, like her name is Lady C. Like, 
is is her first name something that starts with a C? Is it her last name? Is her name Lady? And her last name is just the letter C? I don't know. It's just it's it's different. But it's hard when I'm trying to like shorten it because I don't want to say Lady C every time. So we're just gonna go with C. She fights back, but uh, Tam just straight kick, kicks her in the arm. Lady C gets a big boot, but she can't follow up on it. She sells the legs, and then runs and hits a haluva kick. So I was gonna praise you for limping over to the side, and then you're just like, "Fuck it." Now, Tam has on the Queen's Quest shorts that are open on the sides. Again, she's not a member of Queen's Quest, but I, I will call them the Queen's Quest shorts because that's what they all wear. They wear where it's just like the covering the front under and back with the sides open, which is hot, but uh, just with like the little, like the uh, straps across to kind of hold those two pieces together. Um, it's a cool look. It's just kind of odd to see it on somebody who's not a member of that group. Um, but hey, you know, I'm, I'm always going to approve of booty shorts that show some skin. Tim elbows C to the ground and gets a two count. She goes up top, and Lady C cuts her off and rains elbows onto her. She misses on a spinning heel kick, but release German suplexes her for two. Thankfully, she does this facing away from the camera, so we all get to watch her asshole pucker as C kicks out. Tam hits Violet shooting and gets the win. That's Violet shooting, not not violent shooting. Violent shooting would be something that occurs a lot in America. Violet shooting sounds like a squirting choke. I mean, you know, we would have seen it happen because she did most of her moves ass and vagine facing camera, so, you know, but whatever. Uh, nice match. Nothing nothing really stood out bad or good on it. Um, Lady C keeps improving. She did a fairly fine job here. Um, eventually, it would be nice to see them do a little something with her. I, I know right now we're going into our big event, so... Considering that she is a rookie, it'll probably take a little bit, but, you know, um, she's kind of ripe for the picking right now for any of the of the factions out there. So, I think with her size, I don't think you want her in Donna Del Mundo, because you already have Jumbo Princess Hamika there. Uh, I don't think she would really fit in with the Oeta Thai girls, but, ah, man, you know, I could... She's, yeah, I don't know. She doesn't really fit anywhere because, like, Cosmic Angels are, like, the the sort of sexualized but also kind of cute faction. Stars, it's just kind of stars. They're just kind of generic. I mean, I guess she'd be fine there, but I don't think she's bubbly enough. So, I don't know. Maybe if they if they paired her up with and they made a new group, maybe it'd be kind of interesting. But, I don't know. I mean, you know, we haven't seen what she can or can't do yet. So, okay, let's go. Nagisaki's bountiful breasts say that she gets to face Himika, someone who just won a title, and so she wants to show everyone what she has learned. Himika says Unagi is going to learn what it's like to get hit by Himika, and it's time to evaluate her. So Himika has some, like... How do, how do I put this? Uh, glam disco-esque singles music? It's like that, uh, like... Oh, man, what was I thinking about? It's kind of, like, female soul music in a way, but it's also like real kind of jazzy and disco-y, and I don't know, it's it's not great, I don't like it, but it, and it doesn't fit her for sure, but, you know, hey, it, we don't hear it that often, because she doesn't really 
work uh, singles matches all that much. Unagi again attacks before the bell, so Amika just chuck, chucks her right into the bat. Uh, right, ch oh, sorry, Himika just hits her right in the back with a boot. Himika no sells a bunch of punches and then shoulder tackles. This goes on for far too long. Unagi, like, finally just tries slamming her tits into another woman so many times that she actually has to take a breather. But then she gets right back at it. Like, it's just shoulder tackle, off the ropes, shoulder tackle, off the ropes, shoulder tackle. And Hamika's just sitting there and just fucking eating them all and not, not reacting like they hurt at all. Another breather and another couple of uh, titty thwomps. Hamika finally tries tires of the shit and shoulder tackles Unagi. Hamika hits a body slam and lays another boot into Unagi. Mina and Tam check her out as Hamika yells at her from the ring. Now, I don't speak Japanese, so I have no idea what she was saying. Unagi back in and Hamika no sells more punches. Hamika returns fire and scoop, uh, scoop backbreakers Unagi. She slaps Unagi's ass, hot, and puts her in a single leg crab. Unagi crawls her way to the ropes, and Hamika goes for the torture bomb, but Unagi reverses and finally gets Hamika off her feet with a sunset roll-up. Unagi drops a leg, then tries to body slam Hamika. It goes about as well as you would expect. More no-selling by Hamika before she asks for more punches. You know, maybe Hamika just has a fetish about people punching her in the tits. Like, I'm not going to yuck somebody's yum. If you want, if you like somebody repeatedly slapping and punching your tits, good for you. You know, just, you know, have a safe word. Unagi starts hitting some stiff elbows to the mams and gets dropped by an elbow. More milk punches leads to Himika hitting a corner clothesline and Samoa dropping Unagi for two. Unagi doesn't take that move quite right, but she seems okay. She took it more on the shoulder than on the back. Himika locks on a boss and a crab, and Unagi fights her way to the ropes, but Himika trigger strikes her back to the opposite side of the ring. Unagi again crawls to the ropes and gets there. We get a big elbow for two and a big clothesline and a missionary pin for two. And my hands are all tingly. Maybe it's the blood flow issue? I don't know. Unagi hits a flying X-Factor and only gets a one count. It was a cool looking move. You know, it's an X-Factor, but so it's like kind of, you know, generic, but uh, the, the running up to it was nice. Unagi finally body slams the Jumbo Princess. She goes to the top ropes slowly and hits a frog splash for two. Her frog, frog splash still looks shitty. She, she needs to work on it because she doesn't get the height in order to fully com commit to like the stretch out pull arms in, stretch back out again. So she, like, kind of leaps a little bit forward and, like, quickly pumps. It's just, you know, it's not great. Unagi attempts a backslide, but Himika fights out and hits a short-arm clothesline. Himika hits a running clothesline that sounds sick. And it's only for a two. Himika picks up Unagi and hits a torture bomb, but Unagi rolls through on the pin attempt and gets a two. She almost stole a win there. Hamika puts her up at the top ropes, digs her face into her cooch, and power bombs her for three. Unagi continuing to show a lot of potential. Let's, let's put it that way, potential. I don't know the this was like a 12-minute match. And like six of it was solid Unagi just Laying, laying into Himika and her no-selling the offense. I don't know if that is exactly the way to put her over. The fact that she almost stole a win was was kind of nice. It, it leads her more to that kind of underdog aspect of it. 
but I don't know that this is the way to get her over with the crowd. Like, Hamika is... took some time to get over and, and has begun to show a lot more promise, and, and yeah, man, like, I like Unagi. I mean, not only is she uh, got uh, a, a great body, but she is a lot of fun to watch, and other than her frog splash needing a little bit of work, she does do very good good work in the ring. So, I don't know, I'm a little torn on that one, because I, I thought the match drug a little bit. There's just, it just went on for way too long with her repeatedly hitting shoulder tackles for nothing. Like, you do that spot three or four times, and then you're done. You don't do it for, like, a solid six minutes. That's just my opinion. Donna Del Mundo are here to face Queen's Quest. All of Nippon Bodokin has been announced, so DDM wants to test their strength against QQ. Queen's Quest only has Azumi discussing putting on a show with Natsupoi as that is the next challenger for her high-speed title. So that match is booked for the Nippon Show, uh, Zumi vs. Natsupe, Natsupoi, for the high-speed championship. Joining them on March 3rd will be Maika and Hamika defending against Natsukutora and Saki Kashima. Saki Kashima. The SWR title is on the line between Suri and Kunami. I don't know how it is, but... I get it. They're, they're sort of limited on what they can do with it. I assume at this point it's just you can't be from the same city instead of the same country, but sure. Utami vs. Saya Kamatani for the world title, and Julia and Tam for the wonder title in a hair vs. hair match. The rest of the card sees Meio Iwatani vs. Yoshiko, and Momo Watanami vs. Nane Takahashi, with both are in talent sharing bouts. Um, probably just to put them over on their big show and the fact that they've been with the company for quite a while. There, was an, there will be a Stardom All-Star Rumble, which will take place, and we will, and that match will feature B. Priestley, Mina Shirakawa in her return, or until, unless she wrestles before that, Unagi Say, Sayaka, Stardom Kid, Starlight Kid, sorry, Jesus Christ, uh, Sayaida, Gokugan Death, Lady C, Chitose Nagaya, Nagai, Nag Geo, Kyoko Inoue, Mima Shimoda, Hiroyu Matsumoto, Emi Sakura, or, you know, whatever again, JR wants to call her this week, Rin Kodakira, Mei Hajizuki, Yuzuki Ekawa, Yokobito, Miho Wakazawa, Hiromi Minura, Yuna Menez, Yuri Haruka, Kugumo, or Kuguma, sorry, and Momei Nakanishi. A lot of those names you've never heard before. A lot of those names I probably butchered. I apologize for that. But yeah, they're going to have pretty much everyone that isn't booked that is in stardom, along with a bunch of people from outside companies. More of that talent sharing, which is just, it's great because you are now able to put on this match. Um, yeah, so. But the match we have next is an eight-woman tag match with a 15-minute time limit. Natsupoi, Julia, Siri, and Maika versus Azumi, Utami, Sayaka Matani, and Momo Watanabe. Azumi and Natsupoi start things off. Poi hits some hard shots, but they then trade arm and leg drags before they both hit drop kicks and kip-ups. Utami takes in by lightly touching Azumi's hand. Very sensual. Maika also takes in, and I assume by caressing Poi's cheek. One of them. 
Micah and Utami work submissions on each other before banging tits together four times. On the fifth, Utami kicks her down. Micah suplexes Utami and DDM go after QQ. That's so weird to say things like that, but it's just natural now. Siri is in red and green, while the other women in her group are in black, white, and red. Did she not get the memo? She never. She didn't used to have green. She used to be red and black like the rest of them. Maybe they're going to split her off? Don't do that. She's really good in this, this group. They pull Utami apart by her limbs, then all lock on arm and leg locks before Gwen's quest return to break it up. Julia tags in and puts Itami in a camel toe clutch, but again, they are facing away from the camera. Momo gets tagged in and kicks Julia's tits into her spine. She hits a massive dropkick off the top and a running corner dropkick. She hits another and then suplexes Julia for two. Julia goes up top, but Momo catches her, so Julia guillotines her before dropping her and missile dropping her, drop kicking her for two. Suri tags in and she has a fucking slap fight with Momo. Suri lays knees into her and then kicks her in uh, in the head. She mounts her, hot, and then slaps the shit out of her. This is a fetish for sure, right? There's at least a fetish for watching two hot chicks slap each other. I definitely have that. Um, there also has got to be one for having a hot chick sit on top of you and slap you too, which I might also have. I don't know yet. I'll, I'll let you know. Momo slaps Sherry and Siri and hits a bee driver, but instead of covering her, she continues to slap her. Jesus. Saya gets tagged in and hits a missile dropkick before taking out the rest of DDM. She crossbodies Siri and gets a two. Kamatani wails on Siri with elbows, but misses her next dropkick attempt. Siri grabs her in an armbreaker, and the rest of DDM come in, and all put Queen's Quest members into submission holds. Uh, everyone then fucks off as Siri pulls, puts Kamatani into another armbar, which Saya then magically gets free from. Saya hits a spinning heel kick and a fisherman's for two. Azumi tags in, but then she has to wait for Natsupoi to tag in because, yeah, she was, she was a little late on the tag, but it's okay. They do a bunch of standing switches before Poi dropkicks Azumi, and then Azumi returns a favor. Poi straight punches Azumi in the mouth, and then she gets her receipt. They trade some safer punches back and forth. I noticed it. Natsupoi hits a running blockbuster for two. Momo runs in and dropkicks Poi. Azumi almost pulls her away from a roll-up... Uh, Azumi almost puts her away with a roll-up, and then gets her into a Rings of Saturn. Poi gets her foot on the ropes, and Itami runs in and hits a German... Er, Jesus. A Samoan drop, followed up by a double stomp from Azumi for two. Julia then big boots Azumi, then Poi and Itami dropkick her. Poi rolls up Azumi, but Momo breaks it up as we go to a time limit draw. Natsupoi and Azumi attack each other, and they have to be pulled apart after the match, and Suri goes over and gets in Momo's face, and they pull each other's hair. I wonder if it's because the two of them slap the ever-loving shit out of each other. Also, you're going to get these time limit draws every once in a while. Whenever they do these these eight uh, women tag matches, or, or ten women tag matches, or even sometimes you know, the, the six women tag matches... Like, it, it always seems to occur, you know, because they don't, they don't want either team to look bad and they want to give people their shine. I mean, if you're, if you're there, you might look at this and be like, well, they didn't have a fucking anybody win, but, you know, they didn't have anyone lose either. So, kept everyone strong and, you know, everyone looks good.
Hanorai Hana from Seedling introduces herself. Saida says her title's on the line, and the last time she went to Seedling, she lost. So she is going to return the favor. Now, Seedling is um, another uh, of the fine women's only promotions out there. It is spelled S E A D L I N N N G. So the founder is Nanei Takahashi, who is going to be in that um, uh, Stardom Rumble. So that's cool. And uh, it's actually been a uh, sort of a developmental brand for um, the uh, uh, for Stardom and for some of the other ones. Um, Sari, who is eventually going to be in WWE, but right now has had some issues, uh, was most recently uh, in, in this company. And uh, other than that, I mean, they've had they've had a good number of people um, that have kind of moved on from that. Um, Act, yeah, uh, Act, Yasukawa was another one. Um, she was going to, or she she worked a match out of retirement there. Um, yeah, there's a there's been a good number of people. It's sort of a um, smaller, you know, roster, and and most of their roster is made up of kind of just other people. But they do a lot of, um, you know, developmental work for a lot of people, which is good. And yeah, so it is. Uh, it's just, you know, there's so many of the women's promotions over there that, that do a great job. It just, you know, it's, there's no way that I'd be able to watch all of them as much as I'd love to. Um, but yeah, they have, you know, a good amount of uh, people that we see here. And this is another, uh, and, and this woman here is another one that we've got coming over here. Um, yeah, they most recently had a, um, where Momo and Sayaida went over. And uh, worked a show there uh, against Ariza Nakajima and Nene Takahashi, and that's where she lost. Um, so this time now you've got Honori Hanan, Hana, Honori Hana. Sorry, she's been working for them for a while. Um, she is. Yeah, they've been wrestling for about a year. But she looks really good. Anyways, let's get into the match. Um, Honor Honorai arrives quickly to some pop music. I barely got a look at her before she just like disappeared off camera. Saya comes in. She gives the belt to Rossi. And Honorai has some teal and dark blue gear with crossed pink ties on it. I like it. Honorai is a little thick in all the right places, but as you know, she is also facing the legit-ass kicker in Saya. Honorai kicks Saya while she is doing her entrance, and then they wail on each other. It's just an awful lot of blocked shoulder tackles today, and there's more here before Honorai uh, chokes Saya with her, big, uh, with her boot right in front of the camera, which actually was a good shot. Um, Honorai puts Saya in a Boston Crab, so Saya just drags both of them to the ropes. Another example of why wearing a top that shows cleavage is the best thing to do when your camera is matte level. Just keep doing that every time. 
They trade blows. Hot. And Saya takes her down with an elbow for two. I can't tell which member of Seedling is so loud, but they just keep screaming. Like, it's like series out there. It's not anyone from Stars, because I can see them, and it's it's not lining up with whatever what anything that they're saying. So, somebody is really fucking loud, though. Honora elbows Saya in the face and then spears her for two. It's a nice-looking spear. Honora drops Saya for two. Saya hits a lovely spinebuster, but is so out of it, she cannot capitalize. Honori gets body slammed and missile drop kicked. Saya misses on a corner clothesline and Honori rolls her up and screams into her gooch for two. A series of pins by Honori all end in two counts, so she stands up and eats a fisherman's for two. Honori almost doesn't kick out when she's supposed to, so Daichi has to slow the three counts so that she can kick out before it. Then Saya hits her with a lariat and then gets a three count anyways, so something didn't feel right there. <sighs> you know, I don't know. I don't know if there was a different finisher because just beating someone with a lariat seems weird, even for this company. And the, the fact that, like, yeah, she hits her with a fisherman's, which was like, well, that could have been the event to finish. But then there seemed to be, like, that wasn't the finish because Daichi had to slow. I don't know. It was weird. <sighs> Sai asked Hanori how stardom was for her. She says Honori can't beat her the way she is now. She tells her to go back to Seedling and do her best. Honori slaps her and tells her to shut up. Mayu, Gokigen, Starlight, and Huraka are all excited to face Wadataya. Well, all except for Huraka, who seems annoyed to be there. Starlight says Saki called her a name before, and Mayu tells her that her black mask is hungry. That would be Starlight's black mask, not... My, Mayu doesn't have a black mask. Maybe she does. I don't know. She might be into that. They say they can't lose because they have Clown Chan. Yay. B Priestley, Natsukutora, Kunami, and Saki Kashima arrive. Saki straight, straight up brings a fucking chair with her, and Tora has a lead pipe. <laughs> now, granted, the lead pipe, a lot more quiet than the chain, but still, you're coming with fucking weapons to the ring in a match that is not a no DQ. No DQ. They pose in the ring. Gokugan then comes in and she puts her ass right in the camera before posing on the ropes. They all pose in the ring as well, and someone near the camera unzips some leather. Which, one, hot, but second, it clearly picks it up. I don't know... I didn't get a good enough look at, like, that anyone was wearing anything that needed to be unzipped, but I would assume Kunami's got something that she, like, unzipped before. Either way, it's a nice sound. Oh, what was I talking about? Right. Um, <laughs> uh, Death throws up the horns to start off against Konami. Mayu and Starlet cheer on Death while Raka just watches. Oh my god, cheer on Death. Yeah. Death mocks Konami and walks the ropes before arm-dragging her. Death and Mayu hit elbows to Konami before everyone gets a turn to splash her. They get got by Yuaratai and the ring empties, but everyone but our legal two people. Saki and B both smush Gokugin's face between their boots. Boots. Not the That would have been hotter. Uh, Saki takes in and just sits on Death's face. Hot. Saki puts Death in a camel clutch. <laughs> I want that on my tombstone. Here lies Troy. He's putting Death in a camel clutch. Saki face washes Death, which somehow doesn't ruin her makeup. I don't know where she gets it from, but it's, it's good makeup. And then she takes in B. B misses on a corner splash, which means it's time for Death to get her shit in. 
B kicks her down, misses on a clothesline, and Death Kamehameha's her. She takes in Starlight Kid, Kid avoids Kunami's clothesline, and both Kunami and B are sent to the middle ropes so Mayu and Kid can 619 them. That's 619 them, not, not 69 them, that also would have been hotter. Kid gets leveled by a jumping knee as Tora takes in. Kid puts Tora in a surfboard, Mayu and Kid both lock in submission moves, and then Konami just chucks Raka into Kid, breaking up their little fucking photo op. Swing a neckbreaker with a bridge gets a 2 for Kid. She takes in Raka, Raku bangs tits with Tora, and then gets her down on a third attempt. Tora launches a clothesline out of the corner and hip attacks Raka before cannonballing her. She tries to lift up her up, but Raka blocks, so Tora hits a pounce and then takes in Kashima. Top rope bulldog leads to two. Raka crossbodies Saki and then takes in Mayu. But when Mayu gets in, Raka grabs her by the hair and whips her to the mat. And then her and the rest of Oedatai start beating down on Mayu. Saki hits a driving knee, but death breaks up the pin. Wait, what? We had Ruraka turn heel and that wasn't the finish of the match? What? Okay. Anyways. Raka gets back in and attacks Kid, when then she grabs Mayu and kicks her right in the face. Mayu fights back, but Raku sets her up to get kicked by Saki. And then Mayu still kicks out. Raka grabs the chair, and it breaks in her hands. She then tries to hastily put it back together before she hits Mayu with it. Unprotected headshot as it was, it's a broken chair, it's clearly gimmicked, it's, it's okay. Um... So after they finally hit her in the face with a chair, Saki pins Mayu 4-3. Raka stands with Uatatai, and Saki says Mayu was betrayed again. Saki says Raka doesn't want to be with her. If only Raka was there to actually speak for herself. Mayu says Uatatai can do it, uh, it over and over again. She tells Raka to leave and do whatever she wants. She won't hold her back. Mayu says it's war now between stars and Uatatai. They do have two former Stars members right there, so I get that. Starlet Kid says it's on between Babyface Stars and Hilo at a time. With Hanan returning, it'll be 5 versus 5. I mean, it's only 5 versus 5 because Rina and Jungle are out on one side and Natsu's out on the other side, but yeah, whatever. Tora takes the mic and says Mayu needs to figure out why people keep turning on her. It's a legitimate point. And why, when they leave, do they keep choosing Oedatai to join? Tora asks if Hanam will even make a difference. B says, first, no Tam, no Konami, and now no, Ruraka, no Ruraka. B says, stars suck, but nobody sucks as much as Momo Watanabe. What a typos as we go off the air. Interesting. I was just saying in the last episode how they should have Ruraka work, I know I meant behind the scenes, with Natsuki Tora, but this is good too. Um gives her something to do. I like the fact that they sort of teased this throughout the match where she just didn't seem at all impressed with anything going on. Um, I like the fact that even in their pre-tape, like, she didn't talk at all. Um, Mayu didn't put her over as being like, we're gonna win because of her. She put over the fucking clown. Um, it was a little weird that the heel turn didn't end the match. But, you know, you got to have her hit, the ch- hit her with a chair later on, so... I guess, but we'll see, I guess, what happens from uh, here on out. But that'll be it for me on this one. Uh, I'll be back again later with our next episode. So 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at rundownnetwork. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>